Welcome to Eat This Scroll, a University Fellowship Church podcast. My name is Chris Moore, and I am happy to be here with you all. And I'm even more happy here to be here with my friend. We get together twice a week and chew on God's word to hopefully encourage you, challenge you, make you chuckle, may chance a belly laugh or two, um, but hopefully to just meet you wherever you're at and give you a little bit of insight into where we're at on our end, what we're studying, what we're thinking about, what we're chewing on, dare I say. This week, we've got Lou Hines burger. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Just add burger to it. (laughs) You thought thought I missed it. I almost did miss it. You almost did. Welcome, Lou. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for coming to my office. No problem. Lou walked to my office and he said, I hate it here. It's too cold. Your plants are too big and beautiful. It is very cold in your office. Yeah. And your plants are quite large. My Monstera is popping. That thing is happy, happy, happy in the words yeah. of that guy from Duck Dynasty. <laughs> Uncle Jack. Or, I don't know if I've ever watched an episode of Duck Dynasty. It's entertaining. He is anyways. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I do appreciate you taking the time out of your very busy day and uh, chopping it up with me. We're God's word. Yeah. Last week, last, our last week, but yeah. last that time we were on episode together. Yeah. We were talking about first Peter. Three, eight. Three, eight. And you said, Chris, I can't get enough of this. Please. Let's talk about the next verse. <laughs> no, you said, guess what, Chris? I don't know what to talk about <laughs> like always. And I was like, well, I'm still studying first Peter. So let's talk about first Peter. And you're like, I'm in. <laughs> So, if anything can be said about yeah. you, you are uh, you're a good sport. I'm yeah, and I'm consistent. And you're consistent, <laughs> yeah. See that stuff needs to be on resumes. People underestimate the value of that. My ability to procrastinate <laughs> is boy five stars, but you can't well, put okay. that on a resume. <laughs> I'm not, I don't procrastinate. No. I just don't have anything to bring. No, I just personally. mean my, my, uh, <laughs> oh. my own. Oh, you procrastinate? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's my undiagnosed ADHD. If I've oh. got something to do, I get hyperproductive elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. I do. It's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> Anyways, someday I'll get medicated. We are in chapter three of First Peter. And last time we discussed his opening statements in, well, <laughs> concluding statements, I guess, in verse eight. He finally. Has, finally. <laughs> okay. It's a, it's a way to start the conversation. <laughs> All of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. And I don't think we got into the do not repay evil for evil, but we're going to skip right over that because boo. okay. Yeah, sorry. I don't want to deal with that stuff. Sure. Um, But I think there's something that will preoccupy our time and conversation enough in the following verse, which is, or half half of uh, nine. Okay. Um, It says... uh, but on the contrary, bless, for to this you were called, that you may obtain a blessing. Okay. And what I had rolling around in my head when I was yeah. reading this was um, a couple things. Number one, I was thinking about the the image of God, that we are crafted, that we are designed uh-huh. with a function in mind. Okay. 
And um, in the addition, I was thinking about our, our function, you know, in the context of the garden as image bearers, as ones who reflect God and the qualities that he just talked about, the unity, the sympathy, all these things, those are yeah. reflective qualities of God's own character. For sure. And I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about how you think, um, how important you think understanding something like the image of God is for us I, the arm is going, it, it went all weird on me. I've got arms for the microphones, you guys. Yeah, and, it's like and they're bad. The they're time. just bad. Please make a donation to Sorry. Chris Moore. <laughs> this thing is the worst. Um, how important do you think it is for the normal believer to understand the idea of the image of God and the implications that it has on their day-to-day life? Oh, okay. So the question is how important is it to understand the image of God? Mm-hmm. Um, and then to take that and apply it to how we live mm-hmm. just our normal day-to-day existence. Yes. And just to cut you off there and get us down a rabbit trail already <laughs> okay. and try and walk through a, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit of my thought process was, yeah, is sure. that this blessing that we've received uh-huh. is, is the covenant blessing of God Mm -hmm. to his people. Mm -hmm. It's found ultimately in Christ and the gospel, Mm -hmm. his mercy, his grace, his goodness. Mm -hmm. And through that, we've been regenerated and we see um, in some capacity, we've, we have transferred into the realm of glory to be translated to another glory when Christ comes Mm -hmm. back. Right. Okay. One glory to another. Yeah. So that's how I'm connecting our original function as image bearers restored okay. through the blessing that we've received from God. Uh-huh. And then the practical applications that we see here of unity, et cetera, not reviling, not repaying evil with evil, not despising, but blessing. Cause that's what we were made for was to bless. That's why, yeah. or that's what we received our blessing for was to then turn around and bless. Does that follow? Uh, yeah. Well, so my brain's spaghetti. So did I feel you? <laughs> We always do these podcasts in the afternoon. It's a mistake. Like when I yeah, I got the afternoon lull. Food in me. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, um, yeah. So let me let me try to regurgitate that yeah, back to me. I will. Yeah. So it's like, um, well, I guess what, how I'm thinking about it is God's primary nature is to bless, not to curse. Mm-hmm. And as image bearers, then um, are primary like a default position should mm-hmm. be to bless and not to curse is mm-hmm. that what you're saying mm-hmm. yeah yeah which i would agree with i think god yeah god's default position is to um to bless and um to do good i mean he always does good yeah but benevolence you, to do benevolence would that be yeah. a way of putting it you know yeah you yeah you you like those old english words <laughs> <laughs> Come on, who used benevolence in that whole thing to see? A benevolence offering? This is this is common language. Anyone on the street? Uh, that's not true. <laughs> Maybe someone in a church might know the word benevolence. Your, is, your, uh, your, your Puritans probably use it quite a bit. <laughs> he is benevolent. Yeah. Because like you differentiated right. good. He's always good. Even when he's distributing his wrath or his justice, yeah. God is good. Well, but it's not necessarily benevolent. Yeah, and I almost think of cursing mm-hmm. and i've i've heard it used like this it's actually an absence of his blessing mm-hmm. so it's not so much like i give blessing i give cursing it's like i give blessing or i take away blessing and then you get the you get the result of that 
Sure. Like the absence of my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard that in terms of um, like total depravity that he suppresses and withdraws to allow us to indulge to a deeper level, the desires of the sinful heart. Yeah. Yeah. Are, my brain's moving slow. Yeah. We are so <laughs> far down a rabbit trail. Okay. So but, bring, <laughs> you got it. I think so. Okay. So let's follow the strains. So okay. then, um, okay. So if the image of God, God's primary or his gosh, not primary, let's say default default sure. position is to bless. Mm-hmm. I think of that in the creation account, like he's doing, he's doing all this blessing. Mm hmm. And he even says like blessing, like right. he blesses things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah. So then as we are image bearers, we are to bless um, through, through how we go about our day. And even then to, you know, cause we looked at first Peter three, eight, right. Those, mm-hmm. um, and we talked about unity of mind and all this kind of stuff. And so if we experience evil, because that's what the first part of verse nine is, do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling. But on the contrary, the opposite of that is bless. Um, for to this you were called or you, you were invited or this is your, this is what you are to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that you may obtain a blessing. And I think that that blessing is, it's like entering into the current of of the good that God is wanting to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because when we live in the reality of God's kingdom, which is like true reality, um, like how things are supposed to go, mm-hmm. then I think that's when we we enter into that, the blessing from God. And that doesn't necessarily mean, um, I'm on my mind quickly goes to like prosperity, gospel that's sure. not what that means it doesn't mean that you're going to get a ferrari just because you're blessing people yeah you gotta but, get you gotta bless 200 people and send in the vouchers yeah, for that <laughs> right yeah <laughs> um but that's so to your question the importance of understanding the image of god just generally speaking then is is really important mm-hmm. because that's exactly what we're called to mm-hmm. right yeah and that's how we are supposed to function because there's lots of different ways to live as human beings yeah. Um, but I believe that the way of Jesus is the best way. Mm-hmm. And it's the way that brings fullness and life and joy. I think it's the way of true wisdom. Um, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, and that's that's the way of, of blessing. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, if for me it's helpful to to think of God's original design in the garden that that function, you know, what were we made for? Right. What, what were we supposed to be doing? Because I think on some subatomic level, which I'm just using that to be silly, um, <laughs> you know, we, we, we want to operate uh, when we're in Christ, yeah. for sure. We want to operate within our function. We want to mm-hmm. say, okay, what was I made for? What's my purpose? Right. Mm-hmm. We are distinctly driven by this sense of purpose and intention and, yeah. destiny. And in the Christian worldview, we were created for a very specific purpose. And, mm-hmm. and part of that big, generally speaking is to bless mm-hmm. to, because we're, we're a mirror, we're a conduit, we're a reflection of our creator. Mm-hmm. That's what he put us on here 
to be, to be little representatives of God. Mm-hmm. And so when we see being recipients of, of the blessing of salvation, the free gift of God, mm-hmm. um, then we are revived, revivified to that original function just yeah. in some way, right. I think. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would agree with that. I think that it, it just comes back to that image in my mind of that we can step out of the current of God's grace or step into it mm-hmm. by being obedient to him, which is really just falling in line with his character and the original intent of mm-hmm. how we were created, you know? So like God creates and that's like a, a act of blessing. And then he invites us to, to continue to be those stewards and to continue to create with the means that he's given us mm-hmm. and to, and that's a, a, a blessing to people, you know? Um, and that's, yeah. And that's what we were called to do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, we didn't read it, but the next verse mm. he goes into a uh, quotation, but whoever desires to love life mm-hmm. and see good days. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, this good life, this life that we desire and yearn for, we aspire to, mm-hmm. it's been deeply twisted and contorted by sin. The original function was blessing. And that that was the, kind of the ethic of the good life. That by mm-hmm. s- avoiding s- sin, by avoiding you know deception and lies and cruelty, which is what sin produces and provokes in us, mm-hmm. you know, we get wronged. I'm going to do everything I can, mm-hmm. with, you know, within my own personal moral code to get back at you. Mm-hmm. But the restored function that God has for us is very different mm-hmm. and counterproductive. And I mean, we, we see that n- namely in the life of Christ, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, we see that Christ lived a perfect life mm-hmm. and didn't strike back when yeah. he was struck, yeah. you know, was killed unjustly, mm-hmm. didn't cry out and demand justice and didn't all these things like laid his life down. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I wonder if people began to, um, reconcile that original function found in our image of God, the mm-hmm. way, the way God made us to make, be, uh, made us to function. Mm-hmm. Um, if that would help reconcile the normal everyday struggles, do you feel like there's a, a bridge here that applies mm-hmm. to the gas station and to the office work and mm-hmm. to the work at home and those things. Yeah. I think, well, if I'm understanding the question, right. Um, yeah, I think that there, I think it's living in the fear of the Lord mm-hmm. and that, that when we say living in the fear of the Lord, what that means is, is living according to the wisdom of scripture mm-hmm. and to view, because we can think of the book of Proverbs or Psalms or Job as, um, as particular like wisdom literature, like mm-hmm. that's how we would classify it yeah. as compared to like narrative. But I really think that the whole of scripture is wisdom literature. Mm-hmm. Um, all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, for proof, for correction and training and righteousness. Like that's, yeah. that's really like, how are you living? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so really the Bible is about, okay, how, how am I constructing my life in light of, Yahweh mm-hmm. in light of the fear of the Lord. Um, and then, so as you become more acquainted with scripture and you become more acquainted with the character of God, then you grow in wisdom. As long as you're 
applying it to your life because wisdom is knowledge applied mm-hmm. to the particularities. Um, then you start to live according to what he would want, you know? And it's interesting. I've always I found it interesting that God used scripture and particularly these types of um, genres mm-hmm. to communicate truth, like story and poetry. Um, he didn't give us like checklists. Yeah. Um, and he didn't nail down like... Maybe the Ten Commandments, but... <laughs> well, <I'm> 600 <laughs> something. But even those, I think, are more like case examples mm-hmm. um, where it's like, this is the kind of person you are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Because even with all those laws, they experienced things that wouldn't be in those. Right. And it's also interesting because then, you know, the Jewish people, but I think they're just an example of how we are as humans. We take those and we twist those Mm -hmm. and we add more laws to them and they become um, ways of earning or uh, that's not how God intended it. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, And so even... Even the Torah, it's, it's supposed to be this way of like, okay, this is this is how we live in light of God. This is how we gain wisdom. Yeah. You know, and um, like as a parent, if I give a law to my kid, like you need to be home at 10 o'clock mm-hmm. and then they come home at 11, I'm like, well, you broke the law. And he's like, yeah, but I was helping a dude who had crashed his car in the ditch. Like, yeah, he broke the law. But Mm -hmm. he was loving somebody. So he used wisdom in that example, right? Mm -hmm. Like he knew what was, what was important to me and, you know, that's loving people. And so, um, yeah, I don't really don't know where right when we're responding to that question. (laughs) Um, other than I think, yeah, all scripture is wisdom and I think it teaches us. And the more we come to know God's character, the, the more we can live in light of that and experience blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you think the the idea of the blessing of God should impact? You've described it as a stream. Um, obviously, you know when you're when you're in the rightly oriented mode mm-hmm. between you and God. Yeah, you're not disordered in there. Um, but how should somebody look at something like the blessing of their salvation and mm-hmm. let? and let that produce an ethic in them. Mm-hmm. Cause it seems like Peter's deeply concerned with the way we interact, the way mm-hmm. we have relationships here. Yeah. And, um, it's connected to blessing and being benevolent in those qualities. Yeah. I think of blessing as, um, wholeness and fullness and like the way it should be. Mm-hmm. And I think then of cursing as the deterioration of that. Um, and so when we look at the Genesis account again, God blessed it. It wasn't perfect. It was Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. And it was the initial beginnings of a, of a garden that could flourish and grow. Um, and then when there's sin, there is then the absence of blessing. There's a curse. Mm -hmm. And so I tend to view it like, um, in like organic means. So you have a whole bunch of plants. Uh-huh. These plants are flourishing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So they are the way they should be. But then if there was a disease, you know, we don't all say that. <laughs> don't speak <laughs> that in their presence. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you've you. seen plants with diseases yeah. and they start to shrivel and they die. I think that's like a good picture of cursing. It's the absence of life. Mm-hmm. It's the absence of fullness or wholeness or growth. Um, you know, I think um, just one way in, in our own bodies that a lot of people experience is cancer and that's not due to anything that they've done it's mm-hmm. that's just the effects of the world that we live in but it it's um you know like it's it's not the way it should be right, right? like your body should be healthy and growing um but then we we see that i you know i think um first century like the times of jesus leprosy is like a really good example mm-hmm. because it's like literally the absence of feeling of nerve endings and then that causes infection and that causes like the deterioration of flesh for pieces to fall off right like Mm -hmm. i think i think that that is a really good picture of sin and the absence of blessing so then blessing and god is primarily concerned with relationship Mm -hmm. i mean from the very beginning um um the the trinity is in relationship yeah right in sin i think we need to think of primarily in relational terms mm-hmm. okay and then so um so blessing i think really has to do with relationships are the relationships whole are they full um you know like in my marriage there are those times when i know that um it's not healthy and usually that that can accompany strife or anxiety right but then there's times when it's like really good it's like oh that's the way it, it should be and it's um it's it it it, it feels different and there's like honesty and communication and um all those things Mm -hmm. so that's how i think of blessing i don't think of it um necessarily as like a corvette or Mm -hmm. like a nice house um so yeah i tend to think of it more like relational terms and yeah yeah. it's interesting that you bring up cal uh, uh, leprosy because I think that you're right I think that's an excellent example of mm-hmm. what that looked like and, yeah. and in a lot of ways even the symptoms you can see a, a parallel here with things like affection mm. and deep brotherly love we have mm. callousness mm-hmm. yeah. you know the callousness that comes in relationally yeah. and the harshness and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the the reviling or the bitterness that kind of mm-hmm. take root as a natural result of yeah. stepping out of um obedience and honor and trust and reliance on Christ Mm -hmm. and realizing, Oh, I'm not getting any of the nutrients I need in my relationships can be a good indicator that uh, I'm thirsty for some, (laughs) you know, living water. Yeah. And (laughs) I would plant analogy. And this is just me speculating, but I would be willing to bet. I don't know how much money, but I'd be willing to bet some money (laughs) um, that the, the gospel authors are using things. Well, I know that they're using things like blindness, Mm -hmm. but also things like leprosy to convey the spiritual condition of the Pharisees. Yeah. Who on all external means were blessed. Mm -hmm. And that was like a big thing, right? Like if you're doing well, God's blessing you, then you'll have all of these like material possessions. And that's, we see that in Job too. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Which I love Job because it's because of his righteousness that he suffered. Yeah. It's like because of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is just, he was so righteous, he suffered <laughs> Jesus. But yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, they, yeah, so the, I'd be willing to bet that they're using 
um, this, the physical condition of, of leprosy to convey the spiritual condition mm-hmm. of people like the Pharisees. And we know that he does in, in Mark um, with spiritual blindness, mm-hmm. you know, and the spiritual blindness of his disciples too. Um, and you can just see that through the, the structuring of, of the, the small stories, the pericopes in there. Yeah. So, so we see a, an intrinsic connection between the blessing of God, the, <laughs> the rightly ordered life, according to our creator yeah, and our relationships and, um, and how all of that is tied together as the good life. This is the good life. If you want to see the good life, mm-hmm. the life that you want to see and your heart longs after, it's characterized through the blessing of God mm-hmm. and into the blessing of others instead yeah. of uh, a world where it's kind of dog eat dog and everyone's mm-hmm. out for themselves. Right. For sure. Yeah. Um, and it's almost like we become a conduit for God's blessing. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. And we see that on the flip side too. And it says, you know, that we formerly we walked according to the, the ways of this world. Yeah. That, that we were a conduit for that disorder and that, mm-hmm. that sickness. Yep. The soul sickness. Yep. So, well, great. Lou, look at us. <laughs> look at Was us. it coherent? Ah. <laughs> we'll let, yeah, we'll let you be the judge of that. Um, but I know that it is always important for me to remember um, why I'm called to this, for what purpose, mm-hmm. by whom, uh-huh. um, and that it it's attributed to the way that God designed it, the good life. Yeah. He, he built this for us so that we would love each other well, live in forgiveness, and um, reflect Him properly. Yeah. And so we do that by his strength now till he comes back and makes all things new. Sure. So cool. Maranatha. <laughs> you and your fancy <laughs> words. Um, well, Lou, thank you for again, taking the time out of your day to, to sit in here and talk nonsense with me. And, uh, anytime. <laughs> and listener, hopefully you are encouraged and reminded to look at your relationships, look at how you're living and realize this, these things are of great consequence and we have really good reasons to reorder our lives in areas that they're disordered. When we're being reviled, when injustice is being done against us, when evil is being done against us, our goal is not to return that. Our goal is to work by a much greater um, design, which is the one that God himself has created for us. So get into your Bible, read first Peter, be encouraged. There you go. Yeah. All right. We'll get you in the next episode. Bye. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you to our guests for coming and sharing what they've been chewing on in God's word. We produce these podcasts and release them twice a week. So please subscribe so you don't miss out on one. And don't forget, love God, love your neighbor and make disciples.